Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am chatting with recent bride Elizabeth Whitwer, who had a wedding at Walt Disney World and followed it up with an at-home reception in her hometown of Adelaide, South Australia. And I thought you'd like to hear about this because I think at-home receptions can be a great solution for people who are having a destination wedding like a Disney wedding often is, who still want to include people but know that not everyone can travel all the way to Walt Disney World or to Disneyland to be at their actual wedding. So I wanted to have Elizabeth share the story of her at-home reception to give you some ideas that might work for you. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hi. Thanks so much for being here today, all the way from South Australia. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's it's a pleasure. So first, can you tell us a little bit about your Disney wedding, where you held it, and how many people were able to be there, and just what inspired you to have a Disney wedding? Yeah, sure. Well, um, I'm I'm actually originally from the UK. I'm not from Australia, but um, as a child, my my family used to take us to Euro Disney quite a bit. And then as we got a little bit older, we started going to America and going to Walt Disney World. I liken it to a girl that's been going to the same church all her life and wants to get married in that church. <laughs> Disney World is my church. That's where I wanted to get married. And um, luckily, I found a man that would um, follow me anywhere because he'd never been overseas or anything. So he'd never seen Walt Disney World when we got married there. So that was quite special for him. We were meant to get married at Seabreeze Point, but the, the weather stopped us from that. So we got married inside the Boardwalk Hotel in one of the function rooms. There was 12 guests, so 14 of us in total. I, I was all immediate family pretty much, so n- not many people other than our parents and siblings came along. We just did an escape package, so we just did the very basic. We didn't have a dessert party as such. We went and did the um, Tomorrowland Terrace dessert party at Magic Kingdom. So we spent our day at Magic Kingdom and had dinner at Be Our Guest restaurant. It was um Really beautiful, and then watch wishes, and then finish finish off the day at Tomorrowland Terrace. Oh, that's great, and that's neat because you were able to incorporate the Magic Kingdom in a way that I mean, you really can't. Even if you're having a wishes wedding, you can't have a reception there, and so you guys, yeah, got, you know, you had your meal there at Be Our Guest, and you got to have a wishes dessert party at Tomorrowland Terrace. So that sounds great. Yeah, it was it was absolutely perfect, and like, all of our guests just had such a blast. So it was really lovely. That's great, and so then when you were planning to have a reception back home, mostly was it your friends and his side of the family or did any of your family make it? Um, My family mostly lives in Australia, actually. Um, My parents met in Australia, got married in Australia and moved to the UK and had me in the UK and then came back. So, Ah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then how did you guys decide you wanted to hold a reception when you got back home? It was mostly my mum pressuring us into it. Half the reason we went to Disney World was just to run away from all of the family pressures because it can be so stressful weddings. Yeah. But my mum my said, look, um, 
most of our family isn't going to be there. I want you to have a reception at home. So we said, okay, we'll do it. Both of us have fairly large families and most of them didn't get to go. So that was the main reason. So then how soon after the wedding was the reception? So we got married on the 4th of May and we had the reception on the 17th of August. So it was a couple of months that's good. It gives you time to get all your photos and if you had done a yeah, video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we, that was the main reason we did it in August because I just didn't want to have nothing to show the people that weren't there. So I planned the date and the venue before we left because there was just too much going on. So when we got back, I had to plan everything for the reception as well and um, wait for the photos. So it was a good amount of time. That's cool. Now, did you guys invite people who had also been invited to the wedding or just people who weren't able to come to the wedding? Oh, of course we did Um, because it was like our parents and everything and my parents paid for quite a bit of the reception as well. So they, yeah, it was everyone. Everyone was invited. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, we weren't sure because when we did our at-home reception, we thought, well, are people going to feel like, oh, I had to go to their wedding and now I got to go to this too. But (laughs) but yeah, I I think like you say, if it's your immediate family, they're going to want to celebrate with you. Yeah. I mean, my my sister-in-law always said it was the wedding of the year all year because <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> See, but that's great for the bride and the groom because then you get to extend the celebration. Exactly. I've, I've never seen a wedding celebrated for so long, but it was good. It was lots of fun. <laughs> that's awesome. So now did you guys do a formal event like where you wore your dress and he wore a tux or? Yep. He actually wore a suit jacket to the reception, which he didn't to the actual wedding because yeah. um, of the heat in Florida and the coldness where we were like in August, it's quite cold in Adelaide. So, but I wore my dress and it was, it was fairly formal. Yeah. That's cool. What was the venue like? It was a local pub. It sounds really informal when I say that. It's sort of an upmarket pub, which is more of a restaurant, but it's still a pub kind of thing. The room that we held it in was a function room, which was separate and it was very old worldy and fit perfectly in with our theme. So, yeah. That's cool. And did you do like decorations and everything uh, exactly like if you were having a wedding reception or was it more in Yeah. Yeah, we um we actually because we did a cocktail, we didn't do a sit-down meal because um we couldn't really afford it to be honest. We we themed it on be our guest restaurant actually. So we tried to um recreate that warm feeling when you go in there and you see the ballroom and everything. So we tried to do the the same similar sort of gold decoration type things gold and red we used a lot of that's a good idea so did you have traditional wedding reception activities like a bouquet toss and cake cutting that stuff like that um we didn't do a bouquet toss we did an entrance and we cut the cake and we had speeches but that was about it we didn't want to over bore our guests because it wasn't a traditional wedding we we didn't want to make them feel like they'd been in a wedding all day we wanted them to feel like they were at a party that's a good point yeah can you tell me a little bit more about how you incorporated the theme? Yeah, so um, I'll start with the room. The room is quite a long room and it had grand fireplaces with um, grand mirrors at either end. So they lit them for us. And on top of one end, I had a clock, a candelabra, a teapot and a teacup. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will understand where they come from. <laughs> yeah, so that was like the main decoration in that sort of sense and then in the entrance there was a perfect little stand table we bought a glass dome and we put a rose in it to try and make it look like it was floating and all rose petals and I had a hand mirror by the side of it as well we went fairly we tried to do it fairly in depth but fairly subtly as well so that it wasn't right in your face hey this is a Disney wedding hey this is Beauty and the Beast but it was 
hey, this is Beauty and the Beast. Can you just sort of get the taste of Beauty and the Beast? So I also, which was fairly full on, I must admit, I made a, um, a wishing well out of one of those fake books and I painted it and made it into an edition of Beauty and the Beast. So people could just slip the envelopes into the top of that. Oh, I see. And so people like put wishes into it or? Well, wishing well, I don't know whether you guys use it as the same thing as we do. We tell them we don't want gifts. We would prefer money to go towards a house or or honeymoon or something. So we just said that we would like money instead of gifts because we already live together and had far too much things in our house. So, Okay, cool. So maybe like a card box at an American Yeah, thing. yeah, cool. yeah. That's great. And can you give me an overview of the timeline of the event? Because you said it was sort of recreating a reception, but you didn't want it to feel like an actual wedding. Yeah, we. I mean, we didn't really have a timeline as such. I mean, the, the event started at seven o'clock. So it was fairly late. It was quite dark at that point because of daylight savings and everything. And um, we arrived at about 7.30. And then about 8.30, we were doing the speeches and cutting the cake. And then the rest of the night was just drinking and dancing. Oh, did you have a DJ or? Yeah, we had a DJ. Yeah. That's great. So sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and that's what's so neat about these at-home receptions is they can be whatever you want. I think Yeah. ours was really casual on purpose because I just didn't want to plan anything. And my mother-in-law was like, let's do an open house. And that sounded easy. But I also like that idea that you get to wear your dress again and you get to dance yeah. and do all that fun stuff. The only problem with wearing the dress again was that um, every person took the chance to say, oh, you got your money's worth, you get to wear it twice. And it's funny the first couple of times, but after about 15 people, you just start going, okay, shut up now. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, So then what kind of feedback did your guests give you on the party besides your dress? (laughs) Everyone really enjoyed it. I mean, there was not so much from my side of the family, but his side of the family got a little bit sore that we weren't holding this big ceremony and wedding in Australia for them to all go to. So when we announced that we were having this party and that they were all invited, they were actually quite happy that we were doing that for them. Hmm. And yeah, everyone seemed to have a really good time. Everyone enjoyed the food and the cake and the music. And yeah, it was just, it was really, everyone seemed to really love it. That's great to hear. So do you have any tips or advice for couples who might be considering doing an at-home reception? Yeah, definitely wait for your photos because guests just, my guests just, they stood, we had a TV playing them all night and so many people would just stand there and watch them for ages because they loved them so much. And you've got, especially if you're doing the, the bridal portrait sessions, you've got amazing photos that most people will never have and they want to see them so definitely wait for them to arrive that's a good point yeah and um bring the magic home with you that was one of the best things that we did was um try to recreate that magic kingdom magic that you walk into magic kingdom and you just feel excited and everything and that's what we tried to recreate and it worked because we tried to do it it worked and people felt it so do that (laughs) That's great advice. Uh, Well, is there any place online that my listeners can go to see photos of your wedding and your reception? Only really Facebook. I mean, if people are part of the Disney Brides group, there is an album on there. Yeah, other than that, not really. All right. Well, I'll put some pictures in the post for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good.
All right. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I think you've offered a lot of great ideas for someone who might be considering this as a way to continue their celebration of their wedding after they get back with the people who might not have been able to go. So thank you. No, you're welcome. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>